You're listening to the Brand Builders Podcast with your hosts, Scott Dunstan and Brian Young. Welcome to another episode of the award-winning Brand Builders Podcast powered by the Dunstan Group. My name is Brian Young. We are here with the president of the Dunstan Group, Scott Dunstan. And we are here with Ashley Porto from the Creative Group, who is also newly the president-elect of the American Marketing Association for the Charlotte Chapter. And we're going to learn a little bit more about both of these different organizations and how they can support you, you right here in Charlotte. Now, whatever your product or service is, you depend on marketing, especially now during a time when, when if you're not marketing, then you're probably not winning uh, from a business standpoint. And we have a thriving marketing talent pool in Charlotte, but it's, it's finding the right talent. It's putting the right talent in the right seat. And that's where the creative group and that agency matches talent to companies where they can be a fit and they can shine the best. Uh, Ashley is a division director at the creative group, which is a division of Robert, uh, Robert, Robert Taff, excuse me. And she's also the incoming president of the Charlotte chapter of the American Marketing Association. So we're so excited to talk to you. Welcome, Ashley, and happy Friday. Thank you. I am so excited to be here and happy Friday to the both of you. Thank you, Ashley. Good morning. We appreciate you joining us. Great intro, Brian. Uh, The easiest first question would obviously just be to say, sell yourself, right? (laughs) But really, tell us what you do at the creative group. Absolutely. So I am the division director on the temp contract side of our sales account management side. Um, We are a full service staffing agency under that Robert Half umbrella. Um, We do specialize in your creative marketing and digital talent here in the Charlotte area. Um, We are one of 45 different locations across the country for the creative group. So we help um, companies when they have freelance project needs um, in the creative marketing design space, digital included, um, and we also help them with contract, contract to hire, and direct hire. So um, with the pandemic right now, contract to hire and contract is on the rise. So we are busy and it's exciting. Tell me a little bit, like when did the creative group come to, to, to Robert Half? And I, I have to imagine that that's one of the divisions in Robert Half that's growing the most. I mean, you look at the influence from social media, you look at, I mean, there's, there's new titles and jobs out there that never existed five years ago. Tell me kind of the, uh, the, the maturation per se of the creative group. When was it, when was it started and, and, and really where has it gone from there? Yeah, absolutely. So we're actually the newest division to Robert Half. Um, they started obviously on that more professional staffing side with your account temp, office team, finance and accounting, things like that. Um, Robert Half technology has always been a big part of them as well. Um, so we are the newest. They needed a creative arm, um, creative marketing, marketing especially. I mean, if you have a product that you're selling to somebody, everybody's marketing somebody or something. Everybody's branding something. Everybody has a website. You know, you have to have all those things to keep your business going. So um, we are the newest division. We've been here in Charlotte over six years. Um, So we're the newest division to the Charlotte area as well. But um, we have come in, hit the ground running in Charlotte. I've been with the company for almost three years um, this coming winter. So uh, we are thriving in Charlotte, helping all those consumer product goods, companies, retail, finance. Here we are in a banking town, right? So we have to, we have to hit those guys too. But um, yeah, we're the newest division, um, 45 locations across the country. Wow. What kind of talent are you placing mainly? Yeah, absolutely. So our bread and butter is going to be graphic designers, um, digital designers, web designers, across the country. That's the number one thing that we place here in Charlotte. It, it's very common that that's our number one 
thing that we place as well. A lot of companies don't have direct hire budget, especially right now during COVID. So they are trying to find people that can come in and help with those projects to keep the business going. I got a question. So do you have a lot of companies? I feel like it's, um, it's something that, let me put it this way. If you are a company that is now growing and you're getting your Instagram accounts and you have your LinkedIn and now Mm -hmm. you're starting to do more digital marketing, you probably don't even know what's next. Do you have a lot of companies and do you help them kind of understand, you know, why it's important to maybe bring on that social media, um, you know, expert or, or bring on that graphic artist, even if it is on a temp basis. Cause I think there's a lot of small businesses that don't know how to compete with the big boys on an Instagram. What, what should we be posting? How do we post it? Do we do video? Should I do a picture? Do I have to do hashtags? I mean, like there's so many things that happen. (laughs) Um, I'd love to know how you guys kind of walk clients through that and and how you support them uh, that way. Absolutely. So um, small, medium-sized businesses are where we truly come in and help the most. They don't have an internal marketing team. They don't have an internal recruiting team. They really have like a president, a CEO. They have a sales team maybe. They have maybe one or two people that help on the tech side, depending on what kind of business it is. Um, They need help with branding. Digital marketing is where they really need the help. They don't understand how to do that because they don't have somebody who is proficient in it. They don't have somebody who's knowledgeable in it. So that's where we can really come in and help build that small team of consultants for them and help with whether it's their social media platforms and how they're going to post out to various social media platforms, what type of knowledgeable information they should be posting out, how often they should post, what kind of platforms they can use. And that goes right into any of your Google ads, your SEO, your PPC. How am I advertising on the web to get people to drive traffic to my website to help us grow our brand and grow our business? So yeah, digital marketing is a huge aspect of small businesses that don't have somebody that we can really help them get their business up off the ground, help them with their website traffic and that SEO is huge. If you don't do it right, you're not going to be on that first page. You're going to fall down and your competitors are going to come in and continue to beat you. So I have a question in the recruiting space. I I did a, I did four or five years in it. So I'm very familiar um, with that side of the, of the world, but a lot of it is, you know, we're looking for experience. We're looking for, you know, 10 plus years, 15 plus years, you think about social media, digital marketing, not saying it's a completely new platform, but there's probably a lot more opportunity for younger people that are coming right out of school that might have the newest and the best technology that understand it better than somebody that might be my age, you know? So when you have people that are looking for talent, is that a little bit different than, you know, your accounting team at Robert Half, where they're looking for somebody that's got 10 plus years and, and, and extra, you know, whatnot? Like, tell me about that. Is, is that kind of a thing you're seeing? Not only kids coming out of college being thrown into really good jobs because of that? Or, or what is the, the, the landscape there? Absolutely. Absolutely. I'll tell anybody, if you have any niche and design and you want to do some sort of design aspect and you're going to college for it, go be a UX designer because you're going to come out making... 30 to 40% more than what you should just due to the fact that they are in demand and the unemployment rate here in Charlotte for UX, UI web design is at like less than a percent. So it's insane. Um, Kids coming out of college, junior people with one to two years of experience, they have more opportunity than they've ever had because they are affordable, but yet 
they are moldable. They can be molded. They can be coached. They can, they have all the latest and greatest technologies, but they're still, you can bring them in and they're green and you can throw them into a team and they can bring you a different insight into things. And somebody who does have 10 to 15 years of experience, they have different ideas. Um, the millennial age is insane. It's crazy. There's a lot of things that are really good about them in that part, but they're also helping to mold our new workforce, you know, flexible hours, not your typical nine to five. So yeah, there's, they can come in and hit the ground running. I would say most of the majority of the positions we place on the contract side are going to be individual contributors, right? Your specialists, um, people who are, have a managed title, but they're not actually managing people. They're managing a product or a process. So from that one to like five years experience is where people can really come in. They can, companies can get them at a good rate, still be competitive and offering, you know, different benefits and things like that, incentives to come and work for them, but they can come in at a lower rate and still provide so much that somebody compared to a 10 to 15 year person who can provide them because they're not into the new stuff. They're not into the new technologies. They didn't learn about the new trends and they're not as trendy on social media and things like that. So I definitely think these younger generation people coming out are totally beneficial to companies right now. Are these folks, are they employees of your company and like a company like ours would hire them on a contract basis? Or are you looking to take that person and actually place them in a job with that organization? Sure, absolutely. So we actually have a couple of different options. Um, all of our contractors that are contracting now are W-2 contractors. They are employed by us. We pay them, right? And then we invoice you. So you sure. pay us as well. But um, they can get, any of our W-2 contractors have the opportunity to go through and get benefits through us, medical, dental, and vision. So a lot of people in the creative space love to contract because they get to try out different companies, different products, different brands. We help them really build portfolios, especially if you're in the design, copy, content, digital marketing space. Um, so, yeah. And then we also have direct hire where you as an organization can come in and say, I'm looking for X, Y, and Z, maybe a marketing manager. I don't want to go the contract route. Then we would help you with that process and you would hire them directly through us. Um, the third pillar that we have is our salary professional services program. And this is something that's very unique to us. Um, all of Robert Half does it, it's, but this is something that really does benefit organizations in the creative and marketing space. For instance, if you are an organization and you're going through maybe a big web rebrand, you're gonna redo your whole website and you need somebody that you know can start and finish the project, maybe it's a six to nine month project, you want that same person in the seat the whole time to take it from beginning to completion. We actually do hire those people onto our books. We offer them a salary. They get the same benefits that I do. They get paid time off. So it's a little bit more of an incentive for somebody. They, we consider them consultants. And those type of people, we continuously push out to different projects. We bring them back on. They're my top priority to get out to their next project. So there's a couple of different ways. Contractors, direct hire, and then this consultancy program. Are you seeing with COVID a lot better talent available right now uh, versus no. pre-COVID? Okay. No. Um, believe it or not, um, there is the unemployment rate here in Charlotte for marketing and creative is still around 4%. So we did, it was, it was hard for me, right? I saw clients of mine that were becoming candidates now, um, but not as much. We saw a lot of hiring freezes and a lot of furloughs 
but not a ton of layoffs in the marketing creative space. Uh, uh, Typical because you have to have your marketing and creative space to continue to keep your company going, right? Sure. They were the they were the departments that were hit the hardest because they already had these plans in place for Q3, Q4. They were in the mix of Q2. Like, how are we supposed to then drop everything we had planned and pivot? So we've seen so many organizations pivot everything that they were doing, all of these grandiose ideas, these marketing plans they had and had to halt them. And they had to find people to help with internal and external communications just for COVID. They had to find people to help them with different social graphics and social campaigns just for COVID. Um, So a lot of companies had to pivot. Customer experience has been hit the hardest. They have, companies have realized that their customer experience maybe wasn't as good as it should have been. And they had to really pivot how they were going to handle their customer experience because their websites were not ready for the amount of traffic that they were about to get while everyone was sitting at home and shopping rather than going out and shopping. That's a good point. Now, yeah, it's been really interesting. Yeah, no doubt. To yeah. say the least. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Um, so we're in the, we're in the marketing space as well. Uh, but I think, you know, a lot of our listeners would be interested if, if let's say you're a, a business owner, you have 40 employees, um, what should they be focusing on from a marketing standpoint, specifically, I would say in the digital space so that they can prepare to not only come out of this stronger, but prepare for growth Mm -hmm. in 2021 and 2022. And do you help them? kind of understand, well, hey, let's learn a little bit more about your business. And then, hey, this is what we can do. We can plug this person in, which will help your website. Mm -hmm. This is what we can plug in to help your social media. What is your advice? And I know that's a generic question because every industry would be different. But if there was an entrepreneur listening right now, what would be your advice on how they should be marketing coming out of, of this of 2020 and then going into 2021? Absolutely. No, I love that question. Um, I have an advertising background, so I'm a true marketer in the advertising space. I'm the one person that watches commercials and listens to them on the radio. So <laughs> it's, I, I like that. You know, how can we have to really understand I'm a true consultant and a true matchmaker. Um, I listen to my organization, what my clients are telling me where they're having difficulties, what they need to grow, how, what, for instance, web traffic, my web traffic's down. How do we fix that? Maybe, you know, not all these, these smaller organizations, they don't know how to do that. So that's where we have these digital consultants, digital marketing consultants come in and help them promote their brand and promote their website, get that SEO and PPC to where it needs to be. So they're not on the 10th page, they're on the first page. Um, so I would tell, I would recommend to anybody, customer experience is the number one thing that they need to be focusing on right now. Um, they also need to be focusing on employee retention. Because if you don't have the employees to do the job that you have in place already, you're never going to get the job done. And it's going to be hard because they're the ones that already know your brand. So employee retention right now is really big, um, especially here in Charlotte. It's a very competitive market. We're starting to see the market get an uptick back into the hiring space right now. Um, but focusing on their customer experience is where they really need to understand what their customers are looking for. What's their user experience like on their website? Is it easy to navigate? Does it take me 12 clicks to get to where I need to go? No, I want you to be like the Amazons and the Nordstroms where I can do two clicks to buy something that I know I want to buy, right? So, 
focusing on the end buyer. You always have to focus on that end buyer because if you don't have a good experience, I'm probably not going to go back and buy something from you. And that's like most everybody in the world, right? So customer experience, that digital marketing focus, social media, always Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, whatever type of business you are, you should have a big social media presence and making sure that you're reaching your customers and not only just posting stuff, but responding to your customers, especially in that food and beverage space, your retail space, because people who have a bad experience, they're going to talk about it. It's the name of the game. Everybody talks about the bad experience. Not everybody talks about the good experience. Yeah, that's right. That's just expected, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to kind of like the news. Yeah, the exactly. Only, the, the only news, the only news you ever hear is the bad news. That's you never right. hear the good news, right? That's exactly right. <laughs> so I want to I want to use the word that everybody's used in this this year, uh, pivot into the AMA. And um, first yeah. off, congratulations for being the president elect of the AMA here in Charlotte. That's an awesome accomplishment, and obviously, it speaks to not only what you do uh, in your profession, but what you do outside of that as well. Uh, I want to learn more, not only about what the AMA is here in Charlotte, but how that can support organizations. So give us a little rundown of, of specifically what the American Marketing Association uh, means to you. And then what do they do to support uh, the marketing world right here in Charlotte? Yeah, absolutely. So I have known about the AMA since I was in college. So goes back years. I'm not going to age myself or anything, but um, it goes back quite a while. While I was in college, we were, you know, they told us, learn more about the affiliations, the AMA, the AAF, the AIGA. Well, I'm not a creative. I'm not going to graphically design anything. I'm more of an advertising account seller type person. Um, and AMA kind of fits into like what I really enjoy about the marketing experience. So I've been part of the AMA since I actually came to Charlotte um, and joined the creative group a couple years ago. It is, I was brand new to Charlotte. I had some college friends here that I knew, and then I started making work friends, but I needed something else to help build my brand. And as I joined the creative group, I was building a book of business and I needed that extra push of like, okay, Ashley, you got to get out of your comfort zone. I'm a people person. So me going to a networking event and having a drink with somebody and chit-chatting is nothing to me. It's very, very normal. And as my boss says, he told me today, he's like, you'll be fine. You like to talk. So <laughs> it, it just kind of fits into what I really like. But um, they have a fantastic group of people. They were so welcoming from the very first networking, networking event I went to. Um, when I joined my current um, manager here in Charlotte, she was actually the president of the AMA. So after she left Charlotte and moved on to Miami market, um, I got more involved and I wanted to learn more about how I could get involved as a volunteer and maybe join the board and see what was going on and how I could help out. Cause I got to know them all really well. Um, I went to, they, we have a couple of signature events, the digital deep dive being one that I got really involved with and really enjoyed so after that, I was like, okay, it's time. I need to get involved. I need to do more than just come to these events. Um, I have time to spare um, in my evenings and my weekends, so why not? And what it means to me is it's a group of not just people I network with. They're, they've become a family. They've become people that I enjoy talking to and used to be able to see in person. Now we just meet virtually. But at least I get a couple hours every month that I get to talk to them and see them and learn what's going on in their businesses and what they're seeing as market trends. So we know about each other's families now. It's definitely more than just a networking group that I've become involved with. 
What kind of things does the AMA do? Yeah, absolutely. So we have been in the mar- in the Charlotte market um, since 1982, um, helping you know various organizations understand you know what marketing means to people here in Charlotte, um, how we can help them, whether it's provide them knowledgeable information, enrich their careers, help them network and find other opportunities amongst other organizations with who we know. So it's a true networking group. We are a nonprofit. Um, we do various types of events. Um, we have a couple of signature groups that we do. One will be the digital deep dive. That is heavily invested into your digital marketing. Digital marketing here in Charlotte is huge as it is across the country. It's something that we need to focus on. So we have experts in that space that come and speak about different types of digital marketing processes, digital marketing things that they need to be focused on, things of that nature. And then we also have B2B Brew, which is a morning event um, that we do monthly, and that is for all of our B2B professionals in the marketing space. We have a lot of those in Charlotte. So it's one that was really brought up that we needed to focus on because we do have a lot of B2B companies here, and so we focus more on that. And again, someone who can come in, talk about your B2B marketing strategies and things of that, but it also gives individuals who are in those two different buckets, the ability to network with like-minded professionals and professionals that are within the same space. So those are two that are really big for us that are newer in the past year that we've been focused on. Everything is still virtual right now. We also have more casual ones like Mix It Six, where you can just totally network. Anybody can come Mix It Six. Um, hang out. And then we do other ones that we're going to talk about that are going to be more of like start your day with AMA. Those are various types of around town before COVID. We would have them at various coffee shops around town where you could come in in the morning before work, grab a cup of coffee, network with some people in your area to get to know some marketing professionals in your local area as well. And then our biggest event that we do every year is the Alphabet Bash. And that's actually how we get involved with all of the other affiliations like the AIGA, the AAF, TRSA, Social Media Charlotte, and come together. And this is our actual, this year is our 10th anniversary for that. That's awesome. A little different though. It's going to be, it's going to be virtual. So we're trying to figure out how to make the best of it being virtual, but we're really excited for it. Do you have any events on the calendar planned? Are are you being hopeful? Yeah, we've actually been we've been really busy as far as doing all of our events virtually. Um, we've actually seen a good attendance as well. Um, we've been doing monthly events at least two every single month since COVID happened. I'll never forget our first board meeting when this happened, and we we're like, oh, "How do we do this? <laughs> like, <laughs> what's going to happen?" We had all these venues planned. We had all this like these grandiose ideas that we were so excited for because our fiscal year starts July first. And we have to have our strategic plan, everything ready to go. And we knew who the new board was going to be in March. So then all of a sudden COVID hits and we're like, how do we do this? Like, just like any other organization or any other company, right? Like, especially, for instance, the American City Business Journal, they're one of my favorite clients and they do events all over the country all the time. They had to halt all of those and they had to learn how to do them virtually. So I'm, we're sitting here in the same exact boat. How do we do this? Right. You guys are doing it right now. Yeah. I could be in the, in the studio with you, but here we are virtual right. on zoom. Yeah. And we, we actually, so. the American city business journal is one of our clients as well. And we've worked a lot 
on creating what we consider the brand builders box, which is basically a virtual experience where we're sending recipients of, of events where they would be getting awards on stage at some big gala. Well, now we're delivering, you mm -hmm. know, custom boxes with all of the awards, everything packaged beautifully and shipped directly to their house. So we've done this yep. for multiple different cities. Had a, a, we've loved working with, uh, with them over at the American city business journal. They're uh, amazing. Yeah, they're awesome. And, and they're, and they're also an organization that had to say, okay, we're not going to have events and like, we're not going to have events for a very long time. I mean, mm -hmm. I remember when we had the first conversation in March, it was like, we don't think we're going to be doing things until 2022. And I, I think I almost like choked at that point. I was like, what? Right. And, and that was, that was them just forecasting what they envisioned was going to happen. And they knew immediately that they needed to change. And so that whole team over there has done an amazing job. Even Kat Francis with American Inno has done an amazing job to change to a lot of different virtual platforms. So that's really unique. I want to learn. So with the AMA, I bet there's a lot of companies out here, especially now, if they didn't pay attention to marketing, they sure as hell are mm -hmm. now. So how do they get involved with yeah. AMA? How can they join? Tell us more about that. Is it a, an organization where only, you know, one specific company can be in there in that niche? Or is it just kind of a, if you're in the mm -hmm. marketing space, join us, let's, let's collaborate and, and make not only Charlotte the best place we can be, but also the marketing around it. Absolutely. So there's a couple of different ways people can get involved. Um, they can, they can join individually, right? So I can join just individually for myself. Um, my team, we can actually join as a larger group as well. There's some really great discounts by joining as a group. So if I wanted my whole marketing team to join the AMA, we can't. There is no limit to who can join the AMA. We have, I mean, I'm in staffing and I was allowed to join the AMA. So, <laughs> you know, I mean, it's but relevant to what I do. Um, but yeah, there's no, it's very easy on the website, amacharlotte.com. There's the tabs at the top, learn how to become a member. There's, you can learn about the board, our sponsors. Um, we're always looking for local sponsors as well um, here in Charlotte. So to go along with the great ones that we already have, um, helping with whether that is just event sponsorship or being an annual sponsor as well. So there's multiple ways that organizations can get involved, whether it's individual membership, sponsorship, team membership. Um, they are year-long memberships, so um, they can come in and join at any time. There's no certain sign-up time to join. How many members do you have? Over 200. Awesome. Awesome. I was yeah. looking at the board. Yeah, I mean, over the amazing companies um, that the, the board that you have looks, you know, very diverse from a standpoint of, of people in different industries, different backgrounds. I think that's pretty mm -hmm. amazing because I think marketing, it's not so much about, I'm going to hoard all of my ideas. It's coming together and sharing what's working, what isn't, and then collaborating and bringing that information back to your organization and making the best decision for your company. And that's also using the creative group to bring the right people in, right? So that's like a little plug there. Absolutely. Um, so I want to, yeah. before we, we let you go, you know, this has been a, a very strange year to say the least. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it's it's been challenging for, for everyone, right? Every single person has had a different challenge in 2020. Where do you see not only marketing, um, but organizations that have gotten through this? What's, what is it going to take to be successful coming out of this COVID or obviously just living with COVID? I just want to understand, you know, if you looked at, at one or two different traits that companies are going to need to succeed in this marketing world, what is that going to be? Absolutely. It has been a weird year. I never thought I'd be sitting here in October at my kitchen counter rather than at my <laughs> office in Uptown, right? right. <laughs> uh, it's, yeah, it's weird. Um, I would say that the top 
the companies that I've been working with through COVID, they never stopped working. Um, the companies that my clients who have consistently come to me since this all happened are the ones that are continuous, continuing to build their brand. They're continuing to pivot their marketing platforms, their marketing ideas, their marketing campaigns, what they need to do to succeed at the, uh, at the end of this. What's going to happen, right? So COVID, it's eventually going to come to an end, we all hope. But the companies that have continued their marketing, continued their social media presence, continued to get their brand out there are the ones that are going to succeed after this is all over. The ones that halt and say, oh my gosh, we can't spend any money. You got to spend money to make money. Everybody in marketing knows that. So whether they're doing small social media campaigns or they're doing large, grandiose marketing campaigns, I mean, Krispy Kreme just opened a brand new flagship store in Times Square in the middle of a pandemic in New York City. <laughs> like, that's huge. They are still marketing. They're building their brand. They're getting their name out there because they want people to know who they are at the end of the day. Those are going to be the ones that are going to be remembered. If you're not getting your name out there and you're not marketing your brand, you're not marketing your product, you're not going to finish well. I mean, you got to, you got to take it through the whole marathon. You can't just go through the first sprint. Yeah. I mean, that. that's great we, advice. We talk about that all the time. I mean, immediate like gut reaction yeah. is, oh, hold, don't spend anything. But honestly, it's the opportunity to market even more and get your name out there. And mm -hmm. we always say you want to be top of mind, right? You're never going to be able to market to somebody every single second when they're about to make that decision. But when you can market to them consistently in a way that appeals to them, when the time is right, your mm -hmm. company or your idea are, are top of mind. And that's what makes you a winner. So I think Absolutely. that was amazing advice. I'm gonna have to go through and grab that quote and throw that out there because that was awesome. Um, Ashley, before we let you go, what's the best way? Yeah for our listeners to get in touch with you, whether that's to learn more about the AMA or maybe they're looking for some talent and they need to get in touch with you from uh, the creative group. Yeah, absolutely. So I am not listed on the website for the creative group, but my email is ashley.porto, P as in Paul, O-R-T as in Tom, O, at creativegroup.com. And then obviously you can reach me directly on the AMA website. It takes you straight to my LinkedIn page and my email address is right there as well. Excellent. And that is amacharlotte.com. That's awesome. Very cool. Well, Ashley, thank you so much for, for joining us. I think you gave some amazing advice um, for not only people that might be looking for a job or maybe a creative that's looking for their next project, as you mentioned, because the unemployment rate is so low. And then also organizations that would be interested in joining the AMA. I've, I've already been on the website. I've checked it out. Definitely want to uh, to be involved. So I'll send you some more information yeah. there. Uh, but if you're, if you're listening, please like, share, comment. Go check out, you know, Ashley, follow her on LinkedIn. Check out the creative group. If you're looking for better ideas and you want to collaborate with some really, you know, creative professionals here in the area, check out AMA. It's a, it's a great organization that we just heard from. And so we're so excited about that. But again, thank you, Ashley, for joining us on the Brand Builders Podcast. Thank Thanks, you, Ashley. Thanks, guys. It was a pleasure. Have a great weekend. You've been listening to the Brand Builders Podcast, brought to you by the Dunstan Group with your host, Scott Dunstan and Brian Young. For branded merchandise and apparel that makes first impressions and ones that last, check out the Dunstan Group at dunstangroup.com.